ButcherBox makes it easy and convenient to get the highest quality grass-fed, grass-finished beef, organic free-range chicken, heritage breed pork, and wild-caught seafood without any antibiotics or added hormones delivered straight to your door. For me, I love their ribeye steak with a smoke and reverse sear, their tender belly bacon, which is some of the best uncured bacon on planet Earth. ButcherBox partners with people, small farmers included, that treat their animals in the best possible way and never give any added antibiotics or hormones. When you join, you choose your box and delivery frequency. You can cancel at any time without any penalty, and ButcherBox delivers amazing and fresh meat right to your door in a 100% recyclable box. For a limited time only, get free chicken nuggets for a year and 10% off your first box when you sign up today and use the code WP. That's a 22-ounce bag of gluten-free organic chicken nuggets in every order for a year when you sign up at butcherbox.com forward slash WP and use the code WP. Hey, man. If I can do it, you can do it too. And how can I help you do this? Don't settle. Ever. Don't settle. Just go full send. His battle, our fight. And it's, you know, a goal, an achievable goal, and maybe even a high, high, high level goal you may never hit. Well, it's, it's a wonderful way for us to make each other stronger. I, I feel like that my strength comes from him, and so I try to give all my stuff, you know, to him. You know, take down those barriers um, and those false beliefs that they can do it. Put yourself in uncomfortable positions because it's going to happen. And the sooner you can get comfortable being uncomfortable, the better you're going to be. In this moment, you can decide to take hold, move forward and go head on, up, over and through. It's do or do not. Through these stories and perspectives, we hope to give insight to the challenges we all face every day. Paying it forward through learned experience. Because quitting is too hard. For those who refuse to give up and continue to find a way, this is your fuel. Brought to you by Western Contours Podcast and our partners. Western Fly Covers. Ultralight protection for your gear. Stay on your game. Backcountry Archery. The passion and intent of ethical hunting led to the pursuit of building the most lethal bow setups while increasing accuracy. The Crazy Elk Company. Simple solutions in gear, giving back to the passion that has given so much. What's up, Western Contours? This is Darren Gonzalez, showing in Denver. Um, I would just like to say, first and foremost, thank you, Guy, at Western Contours, for giving me the opportunity to uh, share my reflection. Um, So, here it goes. Um, My story begins back in 2009. Uh, I was living in Alamosa, Colorado at the time. And uh, was going to have a beautiful little girl. Um, you know, she's the uh, the life of me. Um, anyways, back to the story. Uh, man, I, I would have to say that, uh, you know, that was a difficult time for me. Uh, 
for whatever reason, whatever circumstances, um, me and the, uh, the mom just weren't working out too well. Um, I knew I wanted to be a father. Uh, so ultimately that was my, my life goal out of everything. Um, you know, one thing led to another and, uh, my baby was born August 23rd, 2009. And, uh, that was the best day of my life. Um, you know, I, uh, can't say enough just how proud that moment really was in my life like that that's the uh the best feeling in the world um so she was born you know i got to see her at the hospital got to hang out with her um you know a couple weeks go by and uh the thing i feared the worst happened you know um the mom and I didn't end up working out and, uh, no, I knew I had to make some changes in my life and, uh, that's what I did. Um, the time that I was there while my baby was born, uh, through, you know, whatever reasons or whatever, I wasn't allowed to see my daughter, um, which really put a toll on me. It, uh, really, uh, opened up a deep, deep, pain deep down in my soul um it's kind of hard to reflect back on that time because uh it really hurt bad you know i uh had this little girl that um was the most beautiful precious thing to me and um for whatever reason now that she was born i wasn't able to be with her or to uh you know, see her or, or anything like that. Um, it, it really, really was a saddening time for me. Um, I remember in November of 2009, my mom looking at me and she tells me, Darren, it's time. You need to, uh, you need to get out of here. You know, you need to, uh, your daughter's always going to love you. You just, uh, need to go maybe to Denver and, um, get your life together, you know, um, make a, make a way for you and your daughter. So just so happens a couple of days later, my brother had called me and said, Hey man, we got a job opening where I'm working. Um, if you're interested, come on down, you know? And, uh, at that point I remember sitting on the couch just thinking, man, you know, like I got my little girl here. I don't want to leave. Something positive will come out of this. You know, like I just got to hold on. I got to keep the faith. I got to just, you know, just, uh, believe that everything would turn out good. Um, and I got to thinking and, um, Maybe my mom was right. Maybe my best option at that time was to uh, just pack up all my things and, and get out of the uh, get out of that city for a while. You know, let things clear over, and uh, that's what I decided to do. It was one of the toughest decisions of my life. So, anyways, you know, I uh, make it to Denver. Um, Fortunately, I was living with my brother, a uh, good guy right there. 
Um, one thing led to another, started working, started making money, was saving up my money for a lawyer and, uh, get this, um, pretty, uh, paper in the mail, um, said court order. Um, so at that moment in time, when I got that paper, uh, I knew what was going to happen. I was going to court. We were going to have our legal dispute of how much time she got with my daughter, how much time I got with my daughter. And I tell you what, I was ecstatic about it. I was really pumped up. I said, you know what, this is my time. You know, I knew it. I knew something positive would come. I just was wanting it faster than it was coming to me. And uh, the day came and uh, I remember just sitting there feeling emotional and ecstatic and just like wow you know I can't believe this like finally I'm gonna be able to see my daughter without anybody telling me that I can't or that you you can only come and see her when it's good for for me or or however everything played out um and uh that day came when I went to court and I tell you what I was really nervous because uh Colorado, in most cases, um, they're really not for the father, if you will. Um, so I was kind of nervous just hanging out in there. And uh, finally, my time came, you know, and uh, we went back and forth. You know how it goes. Um, fast forward to the end of the court hearing, uh, the judge to my disbelief said, Mr. Gonzalez, we are going to, um, let me back up a minute. So at the end of the hearing, um, what had happened was, uh, just the, you know, little get down into it was, uh, they were going after me, not being able to have my daughter with me, um, at my mom's residence, uh, cause she does live in Alamosa. So that's where I'd be doing my co-parenting. Um, they wanted me to go and basically hang out with the counselor for eight hours or not even three hours Saturday and three hours Sunday. Um, when I heard that, I kind of was just like, man, you know, like I was kind of losing hope if you will. Um, but then, you know, everything came to and the end of the court hearing, the judge says, uh, you know, hearing everything, um, you know what, I'm going to give Mr. Gonzalez a chance and uh, I'm not going to have him go to a counselor. I'm going to uh, let him take the baby to his mom's for eight hours on Saturday and He'll take her home, and then he can pick her up again for eight hours on Sunday. And I was just, the feelings of, like, yes, you know, like, it's finally happening. Um, it was uh, it was a good feeling um, for the judge to say that. And then I tell you what, I left that courtroom with a smile on my face. And uh, so I go back to Denver, and... Uh, you know, just smiles from cheek to cheek, knowing that the next weekend I was going to go and I was going to meet my daughter. And 
we were going to have a good time. And mind you, at this time, she was uh, just a little over a year. And um, living in Alamosa, I was living in Denver, so I'd have to travel four hours to Alamosa every other weekend to be with her, which was way cool with me. I didn't mind that at all. You know, it's uh, there is no amount of time or, or anything that you could put in front of your kid. You know, you do what you have to do to be there for them. And I was just grateful that I finally got the chance to, to do this. And um, so Friday came, I loaded up in the truck and uh, headed over to Alamosa for the first time that I was going to get my daughter. And I remember driving, sitting there just thinking, man, dear Lord, you know, I, you gave me this beautiful blessing and I'm just really grateful for it, you know, and I'm going to do the best I can as a father. I'm going to, I'm going to love her with all my heart and I'm going to never hurt her, you know, and driving over. And I just remember this tingling feeling once I got to my mom's house, knowing that that morning I was going to pick her up and, uh, get over to my mom's house. And, you know, I'm just smiling from cheek to cheek. And the next morning it happened. I woke up, got in the truck and uh, drove over to her house to pick her up. And uh, it was uh, one of the best feelings in the world. Just uh, when I got there, she held her hands out to me to pick her up and to to take her. Um, Not knowing really who I was, was, uh, she knew I was a father for sure. You know, I, I remember when she was in the uh, little bassinet deal at the hospital when she was born, she looked at me and smiled and grabbed my finger. And I believe that was God's sign telling me that it's all going to work out. Just have faith. And that's what I did. So, you know, I get her in my arms and I'm just holding her and loving her. And I remember kissing her on the forehead and everywhere like a million times holding her little hand and uh, just couldn't believe it, to be honest. Um, I remember loading her up in the truck and just seeing her little smile. And uh, I could tell that she was, uh, she was nervous, excited, and all the emotions just like I was. And um, that's where our journey began. So drive her over to mom's house and you know it was just a cool day of playing with her and listening to her laugh and watching her get mad about a couple things for the first time seeing her squint her face and uh it was really cool because my perception was that she wasn't gonna wasn't going to want anything to do with me because she uh didn't really know who I was but uh, it worked out way different than I could have ever imagined. Um, so, you know, we hung out the whole day, like court order, took her home, um, brought her back Sunday, and uh, yeah, it was great. You know, we uh, took her up for a ride in the mountains, which uh, we love to do. Um, it's the... Uh, the best you know especially when you can enjoy that with your daughter and i just remember seeing her little smile on her face glow um kind of like mine does when i'm when i'm up in the mountains yeah it's a cool feeling 
Um, so that weekend, I take her home. And, uh, you know, this is my life uh, till this day. Um, been through a lot of trials and tribulations on the way. I'm not going to say that it was, it's been perfect or it's been easy because it hasn't. You know, the first four or five years were, were really tough, you know, because I had this little girl and, uh, you know, just uh, as a new dad and doing, trying to do it. I, I give my mom the utmost credit because she helped me out so much. Like I am so grateful for my mom and I'm grateful that I got the opportunity to raise my daughter with her there. Um, you know, she was uh, supportive in any way that you could imagine, you know, any question I had, anything, um, she would be there for me. And uh, that was the thing with my mom. She never really butted in and did things herself. She let me struggle and she let me figure it out, which is uh, a blessing because you need that in your life. Um, I remember, you know, her first steps with us, we were, uh, you know, at home throwing around the little Cheeto can and my daughter went and grabbed the Cheeto can and, you know, took her first steps. And that was the night that I had to leave and uh, was going out of town for work. And all I could think about that day was, man, I got to see my daughter's first steps. You know, I got to see my daughter um, use the potty. I got to give my daughter a bath. I got to be a father figure in her life. I got to be there for her, which was what I really wanted in life. You know, when I knew I was having a little girl, that's when my life stopped. And, you know, my life for her began. And it's to that still to that this day um yeah it's just uh you know you have your ups and your downs um i remember you know how hard it is to uh go have a great weekend with her and then have to take her home and get emotional on the ride home because you're just having emotional roller coaster you know you have you're up and then now you're having your down because you know it's going to be two weeks before you see her again. And uh, that really took a toll on me, you know, for the first six years until I reflected on it and I had to adapt to it, you know. And that comes along with everything else, dealing with another person. you got to learn how to control your emotions, control your anger, control everything with that other person because um ultimately it's going to affect your daughter or your son or your kids in general you know if uh, you don't have that right mindset um it can go really bad you know and i never wanted that for my daughter i never wanted her to feel like she's been caught in the middle or that uh we didn't love her. I never wanted her to feel like that. And I, uh, I still feel like that to this day, you know, she's my pride and joy and I love her to death. And, um, it's been a, it's been a good journey. You know, it's taught me a lot. She's taught me a lot. Like, um, I would, I would say that I've learned more from my daughter than, you know, she's probably learned from me. And that's, uh, her teaching me to grow up, to be a man, to, you know what, um, stop acting, you know, like a, like a child yourself, grow up and face your responsibilities and, and take care of what you have to do. And, uh, for the most part, I've done that. I've, I've never not gone and seen her. I've always been there for her. 
Um, and I always will continue to be there for her. Um, she's my pride and joy. You know what I mean? Like I love her to the moon. Um, there's nothing in this world I wouldn't do for her. Um, it's just, uh, been good, you know, um, that's what, uh, I wanted anybody hearing this to take out of it is, uh, you know what, your children are the most important thing you can have in your life. And, uh, don't let anything take that away from you. You know what, if you have a desire and you have courage in your heart and you want to be that father, be that father, you know, do whatever it takes in your life. Give up everything that you have to give up to make that work for your child because they deserve it. And ultimately you deserve it. That's your blood. That's your flesh. Um, don't let anything stop you. You know, I, I'm not saying that this has been an easy journey for me because it, it hasn't. And there's been plenty of times that I could have given up, but you know what? I, I'm not that kind of person. I would never, never do that. Never cheat my daughter out of knowing me. And, uh, she's always going to have me in her life regardless, you know, rain, snow, sleet, hail. Um, I'm always going to be there. Um, and, uh, you know, as time goes on, things start to get easier and, uh, you just got to reflect on that and tell yourself, you know, like I, like I've had to like, Hey man, you know what? It, it's not easy, but you know what? This is, uh, the sacrifice that you have to make because you have to be a good dad to her, you know? And then that's what I tell myself all the time. Um, you just got to pump yourself up. You got to keep yourself going. You know, you sometimes, there's days when you don't want to do it or, or when you don't want to make, you know, sacrifices or whatever, because you're in a situation or you're acting the way that you are, but your daughter always comes first. Your son always comes first. Your family always comes first. And, uh, that's the way I try to live. You know, I try to live my life easy going. Um, if anything, that's what this situation has taught me to, uh, kind of kick back and just be more mellow, you know, let things flow, um, deal with, a, deal with them when they come and, um, don't spend too much time dwelling on anything. Just let it happen and deal with it and do the best you can and move on, you know, and out of anything, um, your kids aren't going to hate you. They're going to love you more for, for you trying and for you being there. And, uh, she may live four hours away, but time and driving anything is uh, never an issue because your kids need you. They need you to be there to set an example. And uh, I feel like I'm setting a good example for my daughter, you know, how not to give up and to keep thriving in life regardless. You know, I don't, I don't live a perfect life and, and I'm not saying I do, but... You know, um, I just try to be there and, and do the best I can as a father. And um, that's all you can do. And uh, I just want to tell you guys, thank you for taking the time for listening to me. And uh, I hope that if you are going through this situation, um, you don't give up and you find whatever it is deep down in your heart to keep you going, you know, and to... Uh, know that your kids deserve you and they, uh, they want you in their life and they need you in your life. And, uh, there's no better feeling than that. I look back now at, at my situation and I've been through some tough damn times, but you know what? 
I stand tall now looking back that my daughter is 11 years old now and and I've always been there for her and uh, she's a happy kid for the most part and gets good grades for now and uh, you know she's acting like a teenager as, as most kids do and and it's cool to see you know it's cool to see them grow from you know giving them a bath and you know feeding her and hers being silly as a kid to her you know growing up learning how to fish learning how to shoot her bow you know and uh now doing her little uh you know the uh thing teenagers do you know trying to uh find their place in life and um giving their dad a heart attack and uh i just uh want to say thank you and uh, hope everyone has a good evening.